Why are people still stuck on Donald Trump? Western aid to the Ukraine and powerful biological men, they're winning. This is shooting the shit. to shooting the shit my good people for wednesday uh march 16th 2022 it is in fact hump day do me a favor and the rest of the fucking country a favor and wear a condom because we don't need any more of these young retarded idiot fucking kids coming in telling us what we should do and shouldn't do you know a Greta Thunberg type kid we don't need that anymore I'm getting tired of that kind of shit anyway welcome welcome to Wednesday like I said it's March 16th spring has arrived it's beautiful outside here in the northeast get out and enjoy it let's get started the great Trump delusion what the fuck is that all about why is the far left and the fucking far democratic fucking morons still stuck on Donald Trump. He's irrelevant anymore because he's no longer the president of the United States. <sighs> he has been out of office for over a year and still the excuse for every single situation this country is experiencing. It's sad. It's really sad to see that. Even global warming is Donald Trump's fault. He's just, it's, it's his fault. He's just, he's a, he's a fucking, I, I don't care what you say. You know, it, it, this is, I voted for Joe Biden to get Donald Trump the fuck out of there because he's just a crazy asshole lunatic. He was going to start World War Three. He's going to do this. He's going to drive us into the ground and our economy. That's all you heard for fucking four fucking years. A Russian, a Russian, Russian, uh, you know, they're, they're putting their sticky fingers in there. It's all, it's all, it's all Russian shit and bullshit. They did everything they possibly could, okay, to find some kind of, you know, <sighs> wrongdoing between Donald Trump and Russia and Donald Trump and China and Donald Trump and this. And they came up with nothing, okay? But yet you got an administration that has had their sticky fingers in every single fucking country for years. For years. Remember something. Joe Biden has been in fucking office. Not as a president, but in office as a political figure for 48 fucking years. And the man is very, very wealthy. So let me get off of that. But let's just... Does it. Why can't the left Democrats that are very far left that are actually like... Why can't they take some responsibility? You voted in a fucking feeble old lunatic. I, I can't call him a lunatic. He's just a feeble old man who he can't read. He's... 
he's that old man where it's like the, the nurses have to come in and like, okay, Joe, it's time to go get your medication and take you to bed, okay? That's what he, he is to me. Like, I look at him. Every time I see him writing off a fucking teleprompter and he can't read, he can't get sentences out, okay? All I keep saying in my head is Kamala Harris as president. And then you see Kamala Harris doing her fucking interview or whatever the fuck it was, her little uh, talk back and forth in Poland. And she didn't know how to answer fucking anything. Here's a woman who she's 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 an idiot. He's an idiot, and we have this in our administration, and this is the country – this is the administration run in the United States of America, a very powerful world power, the third biggest world power, like out of the three. We're one of three. can't say we're the third. We could be the first. We could be the second. We're one of three, China, Russia, and the United States, the three biggest world powers, nuclear powers, big time at that, okay? And we have Russia, which is fighting against Ukraine right now. Okay, we have China who, if they get involved, now it's a two against one war for the fact that we're going to have at some point to get involved. Eh, well, we got to watch what we're doing. So anyway, with the war going on and all, I get this, this, this global warming thing. I get Donald Trump being pushed. We see gas prices through the fucking roof right now, which is fucking absolutely insane. It's crazy. But the Democrats don't want to take any responsibility for their fucking people you know, fucking this country up like Joe Biden has done since day one of being president. They'll point the finger in Donald Trump's fucking way. Oh, but, you know, this happened before fucking Biden came in. No, bullshit. Biden came in and destroyed this country. It, it's like almost like he took a home. Somebody gave him a, a new home built beautifully nice. Okay, so it had some little things that could be changed. And instead of the person coming into this home and making it nice and keep just keep building on and making it nicer. The person comes in and puts rocks through the windows and smashes the walls in and shit. And, and, and somebody looks at him and go, what are you fucking doing? Oh, I figure I'll destroy it first, then try to rebuild it. That's exactly what Joe Biden's doing to the country. Destroy it first. Then really put yourself so far behind that. Now how the fuck do you fix what you just fucked up? You made fucking major mistakes. And I can name numerous ones. Everything from shutting down the Keystone Pipeline to fucking opening the fucking southern border during the middle of a pandemic. There's so many things that he's fucked up, and yet the left still wants to point the finger to the prior administration. It's bullshit. So, at this case, the responsibility isn't being taken seriously by the fucking left-wing Democrats, by the far left. Now, some Democrats are fucking starting to step in and say, yeah, this guy's a fucking idiot. We need, we need to get energy independent and so on and so forth. Shut the southern borders. We need to do things to make this country better. This country was going in a better direction prior to COVID during the Trump administration. That's a fact. So isn't a captain supposed to go down with his ship? I mean, Joe Biden isn't taking responsibility. Now he's pointing a finger in Russia's fucking – it's Putin's fault that gas prices are so high. No, it's not Putin's fault. You can, you, you've been buying fucking oil from Russia for fucking 20 years, Joe. Like this country has been. Even during the Trump administration, we were buying Russian oil. I get it. And for the last 20 years, we were buying at 3.5%. That's a lot. Then we were buying straight gasoline from Russia also at 21% for straight gasoline, which is crazy. So Joe Biden now, because of the war, sends in san uh, uh, sanctions on, on Russia. We're not going to give him this. We're not going to give him that. But, but, you know, so on and so forth. Now, this happened just prior to the war happening to try to you know, deter Putin and in in this war happening. But he didn't take the oil away. He kept buying the oil. 
even a week and a half into the actual invasion on Ukraine, he was we were still buying the Russian oil at 3.5%. Now, if you go back in time and you look at it, the Biden family has a lot invested in oil, a lot invested in oil, and it's invested in foreign oil. It's not, there's no investment in, you know, our oil. It's, it's all foreign. It's not domestic. It's, it's a foreign shit. So he's making a lot of money. As long as the United States is spending the money to buy it, it, there's money going into Joe Biden and his family's fucking pockets. I mean, come on. You had Hunter Biden working for Burisma. For, for doing what? He had no clue what the fuck he was doing with oil. But here here's a guy working for Burisma, an oil company out of the Ukraine, quote, which is bordering Russia at the time. I'm sure Russian collusion put into that with, with oil. I'm talking about collusion when I say oil. Buying oil from Russia, buying a gasoline from Russia is only greasing Joe Biden's pockets. And I'm sure he has money in other other oil companies. And let's just state the fact. Possibly in Venezuela, possibly in Iran, possibly in Saudi Arabia. So here you got Joe Biden. You put sanctions on Russia. You said no longer are buying their oil. Now you're begging Saudi Arabia, Iran, Venezuela, countries that also hate us. To, to buy their oil, okay? Now, okay, oil did drop to as of yesterday under $100 a barrel, but we're still seeing the fucking pain at the pump, no matter how you look at it. We're still seeing close to $5 in my area prices. I paid $4.50 yesterday. It's crazy. It's bullshit. But they don't want to take responsibility for it. They want to blame everybody else. They want to point the finger. It's Putin's fault because Putin decided to start a war. No, that's not how it works, Joe. We had every opportunity to become energy independent, and you didn't want that. Be, quote, because of your Green New Deal. Let's face the facts. That's what it was all about. The Green Deal. Drilling for oil here in the United States went against the Green New Deal's policy. That's it. it just that's how it worked. And this is where it, this comes in. Okay. So... It seems that the finger pointing is, is all over the place anymore. And it kind of is understandable. Um, we still have to go back to the facts, though, the basics, to who actually started the fire. Somebody has to light the match and start the fire before other people can douse it with gasoline and throw logs on it. I said this before. Um, you know, if a job is handed to you and someone else started, do you blame the guy before you if you can't fix it? I mean, is that really what happens? I, I, I'm trying to put my fucking head around this. And, and I'm, I'm, I lost respect for this guy. I really did. But I kind of just gained a little back from him. And we'll talk about that later. Not right now. But I've lost respect for him when it comes to everything domestically. I've lost respect for this guy completely and totally. You know, Everything can be fixed, but when you have someone to fix a situation and they actually not only don't fix it, but make it worse, then the blame has to go to that person, doesn't it? I mean, that's how I would look at it. You have to blame the person who, who's, who's handed the reins. He's the captain of the ship. He needs to go down with it. You wanted someone out of, you know, you wanted someone out of office so bad that you never took it into consideration on who you were replacing that person with i mean let's face the facts you have um situations like you walk into a fucking voting booth and you see 
it, it, there's too many people that just push Democrat and Republican, and that doesn't always work. And in this case, it really didn't work. It, it, it sounds fucking stupid, but there was a meme that came across the other day, and I had I had to post it, and I'm like, this is fucking, this is great, because this totally 100% makes so much sense. And it was a cartoon, and it had two guys in a bar, okay, and one guy sitting there, and he goes, you know, they're talking, I guess they're, they're strangers, and one meme, the guy's missing his head, so just bear with me. The only reason I voted for Biden was to vote against Trump and get Trump out. That's what the one guy says the other one. The other guy with no head says, that makes sense. I didn't want a headache, so I amputated my head. That's basically what you fucking did. That is basically what you all did. You just wanted somebody else out so goddamn bad it didn't matter who the fuck you let in the door. And now you have a situation that we're really fucked over. We're screwed. No matter how you look at it. So, at the pumps, you constantly see that little sticker that says, I did this sticker that has gas, you know, it's on gas pumps, it has feeble old Magoo looking but Joe Biden pointing at the price, <laughs> and I love that. And it seems that it's now a day-by-day situation on fuel prices rising, because they just keep going up, going up, and going up. Like I said, yesterday they dropped a little bit, but the prices didn't drop, just the, the, the price of the crude oil did. Now, talking to somebody that lives about an hour away from here, said that their prices dropped pretty significantly, about 14 cents. I didn't see it at our pumps. But mm, there could be that. That could be the price gouging. And I do have to say, when you have a situation that starts bad, that's when other people take advantage of it. And yeah, there's price gouging. And I get that. That does happen. But I can't sit there and say that that's the main reason why. It really isn't. Just seems really ironic when you step back and you look at it. Just a year and a half ago, fuel prices were half, literally, literally half, and that's a lot compared to what today is. I mean, we're talking 450 right now, and we're talking back then it was like 375 or 375 uh, $3, you know, excuse me, 325 somewhere around that area. Uh, yet I hear that gas companies, you know, they're the problem with the price gouging. And like I said, it, it, it's possible that they do put some price gouging into it, but it's got to start from somewhere. They, they, they don't just price gouge. They have to, they, they step in and they do, you know, they take advantage of the situation, just like anybody kind of would. This is where when I sit there and I push capitalism, and I'm like, capitalism is a great thing. You can make as much money as you want and all that. When you're hurting the American people or the people that depend on you, it, it, it price gouging is kind of bullshit, but that's cat. You can make as much money as you want as long as it's, it's almost like here's my kicker you have two gas stations, one across the street from the other, and you have let's say right now the barrel comes in at under a hundred dollars, and you can set your gas price at three dollars, three twenty five, and still make some money, but yet they're it's four twenty five, a dollar more, and the gas station on the side has. 425 the gas station on this side has 423 two cents difference now a lot of people are going to pull into that two cent difference but with the price gouging and in in the amount of space they have to work why don't you think about it like a car dealership like i have this much money to play with of course i want to make as much as i can but i'm going to bring in more customers if i kind of tweak this and instead of making it 425 i have a whole dollar to play with why don't I make it 375, 385? 
and get all these customers to pull into my gas dealership instead of his. See, that's that's where I'm at. Like, eh, with this competing shit, no. Like, put the price at it. At a, at a, then the other person's going to bring it down, and there's going to be competition. And that's why I guess it goes up because then the other person brings his down to that. And if you can make the money, I guess that's why they're doing it. But think about this. People sit there and want to blame. They want to point, you know, it, it, it's, it's price gouging. It's this, it's that. Well, what about heating oil? That seems to be price gouging right now. At least that's what they think. What about natural gas in homes? That prices went up too. Diesel fuel. Diesel fuel takes eight steps less, you know, when it comes to refining it to make it than it does for gasoline. It takes eight more steps to make gasoline. Yet, the supply and demand for the diesel fuel right now is so high that they, they jack the price up. Now, think about this, people. you got to stem this back. You need truckers. You need these trucks to, to move product to you. And when I say product to you, I mean everything. You might sit there and go, I don't need to have a 60-inch TV made to me. This is how the left things. What, what about the fucking vegetables? What about the fucking chicken? What about the food in your supermarket? That has to be shipped to you. What about the gasoline in the tanker that has to go to the gas the gas doesn't just flow underground through pipes to each gas station. It has to be brought in on tankers and then filled up in their tanks underneath the gas station. So that way you can fill up your car. But the left seems to think, oh, well, that ain't, you know, that ain't how it works. That's, that's exactly how it works. You got to truck it in. So why are you gouging the fucking shit out of the prices to where truckers just, fuck it, my truck's getting parked in my yard and I can't drive it. Now you don't have any product coming. Elon, I said this in you know in, in podcast prior. Elon Musk said it the best. Where there's no product, there's no product to buy, and that's the situation we're being put in. The government just hands you money. Here's fourteen hundred dollars when the pandemic hit. Here's fourteen hundred. Here's twenty eight. Here's whatever, and they hand you the money, but yet you don't have anything to buy with it. First of all, you weren't allowed out of your house. Second, you had nothing to buy with it because there was no product on the shelves. So what good is handing money and and inflating the fucking debt? When there's nothing to actually spend the money on. It makes no sense. Well, obviously you've seen, in that case, people were spending their money on fucking, you know, online. And they were using, you know, Amazon got very, very rich off of it. And I'm sure that with the tax money, I'm sure that Joe Biden and these administrations, you know, capitalized on that. I, I can guarantee that. So, we not only import it. You know, straight oil, like I said, from Russia at 3.5%. We imported gasoline, and, and but now we're doing it. We're going elsewhere. And, and it's fucking it doesn't make any sense that we're, we're begging Saudi Arabia and, and Iran. And like I said, it doesn't make sense that we're begging these people. Why does the left, the far left, the Democratic fucking party have no interest in energy independence? Now, I've seen some. I can't say all. I keep saying all. Some. Now, remember, this is my opinion, okay? And if there's any kind of issues and you want to talk about it, you know, unrealpodcast101 at gmail.com. That's how you can get a hold of me. It's still unrealpodcast101 at gmail.com. I haven't changed it yet, but you can get a hold of me. This is all. I'll give you facts. I'll give them to you off the internet, off of certain other, you know, whether it's NBC News or CNN or whoever I might be getting it from. And I'll give it to you and then I'll throw my spin on it. My opinion, which is this is all, it's, it's a podcast, it's all opinion, it's always opinion. And you just, you can fight back with me, you can text me, you can talk to me, but whatever. I don't care. I'm at this point where I don't even care anymore. And if they want to silence me because of what I have to say, because of my fucking conservative thoughts, 
go ahead. But then that just proves that, you know, obviously how biased our system is. So anyway, they're not interested in energy independence. That's the scary fucking part about this. I don't understand why. So Joe decided to turn to Venezuela, like I said, in Iran and, and all these. And it's not going to make prices go down. It really is not, even though, you know, they showed crude oil, like I said, under $100 a barrel. Most likely, it will rise them even higher at some point, though. Think about it, because they're going to see that now supply and demand comes into the fact that they're not buying it from here. God, you're Russia. They were buying 3.5%. They're only buying 1.8% here. We got to raise it up and raise the price. So... That's what's going to happen. So why not energy independence? All right, well, let me explain this one. The Biden administration stopped production on the Keystone Pipeline. Now, I'm going to say this this way. The North American Keystone Pipeline, because there seems to be a fight with this with a lot of people I talk about. Okay, and that was all in the name of climate change. They stopped it on the, 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 the North American Keystone Pipeline. Global warming, whatever you want to call it. Um... That will push for electric vehicles. At least that's what they're trying to push. And you've seen Joe Biden drive. Like there was, there was, there was news sources on Joe Biden driving around electric cars and stuff just prior to all this bullshit happening. So God, a eh, little ironic, doesn't it seem? So they're pushed for electric vehicles. It's funny. Just a month, before, like I said, you had him driving around. But why? Why did he take longer on sanctions on oil in Russia compared to the other sanctions? There's the kicker. Like the people, people need to wake up. He has his little sticky fingers in the oil companies. Maybe he has some money in electric cars now, thinking that electric is the way of the future, which that's the great delusion there, because electric cars is not the way of the future. Please, people, do yourself some research and see how you get the power for them, how they're made, what they're made out of, how lithium is mined, what lithium's made out of, how you're going to dispose of it when it all comes to an end. Yeah. Eh, electric cars is not the way of the future. I'm sorry. And your average price for an electric car, the average electric car, a nice one, a decent one, is $66,000. Who the fuck can afford that? Nobody. But yeah, the, the wealthy can. The wealthy can. I know that I'm not going out and buying a 60, an MSRP $66,000 car. I'm not doing it. It ain't happening. I just got a new car coming soon. And I, I think I think out the door it was like $44,500, something like that. Yeah, fuck 66 grand MSRP. You're talking $75,000 when you walk out the fucking door with an electric car, a nice one. Now, people go, well, there's ones out there. Did you, somebody who's never driven a Kia or never driven a Subaru or never, do they really want to backtrack and drive a Subaru or a Kia? Well, you need to step into the times and start driving electric and think about the environment. Get the fuck out of here. I'm sorry. No matter what you fucking do, people, this whole country, you can all recycle you can all buy electric cars. You can all do your part in climate change and the Green New Deal. And guess what? It's only a band-aid on the situation. Because climate change, global warming, is not a fucking continental problem. It's not a United States problem. It's a world problem. And if the world doesn't get involved in it, it will never work. As long as you have places like India, China, these places that pollute the air and don't give a fuck, it will never actually work. It's just a band-aid. It's just prolonging the inevitable. That's all it's doing. And when I say prolonging, people are like, well, that's not bad. Is it really not bad? Because think about it. You could have a cure for cancer. It might be out there. 
But in order for uh, these fucking companies to make tons of money, pharmaceutical companies, they give you a medication that prolongs your life with cancer. They didn't even want to cure it. Here it is here. That's the same situation. You're only prolonging it. It's, it's an inevitable situation that as long as there's other countries still destroying the world, no matter what the U.S. does, it's it's prolonging the situation. It's not what's going to give you a couple another hundred extra hundred years or something i don't know and i'm sure our creators looking down on us and going you people are fucking destroying this this world this thing and hey who knows who who knows anyway this world could be destroyed within another day or two you could have fucking nuclear war end it all and in a way like i talked to my daughter i said this the other fucking podcast i live in philly man hopefully i see a bright light for a split second and i'm gone i hope like, I don't really, really want to live through a That is one of the scariest things that I ever think about. Like, I'm not afraid to jump on a fucking roller coaster that goes 1,000 feet in the air. Not afraid to fucking jump, well, out of an airplane, but kind of a little bit. But I want to go up in an F-16. I want to do these things, and I'm not scared of it, you know? The ocean scares me. Don't get me wrong. The ocean, the depths of the ocean and what's in it, that scares the shit out of me. But nuclear war is probably one of the most scariest things that I can even think about. But anyway... Let's move on to this. People, we may not have to worry about global warming and all that situation much longer anyway. So, so I don't know. Biden, he's a career politician. He's a corrupt career politician. He makes his millions on corrupt politics, inside trading. That's why I kept saying about his sticky fingers in the fucking pie when it comes to oil and all this shit. Okay? And now... I get fights all the time on social media, you know, over a guy, a guy that's got literally a fuck. When it comes to the gas, he's got a 70% disapproval rating on how he's handling the fuel. Still, there's still 30% of people that like this guy. And these 30% people, I could tell who they are because I argue with some of them at night. They're just the the, the, the the total Trumpers that that or the anti-Trumpers, I should say, because oh God, God forbid if you say they're a Trump of any kind, they're the ones that are that are probably the ones approving this. People that either are wealthy, maybe they walk, maybe they ride a bike, or they're just really really stupid. Uh they're the delusional Trump haters, is what they are. So, if gas went up to twenty bucks a gallon, I and, and even if Trump cured cancer, I still don't think that they would. They would still point the finger at him and say, yeah, it's his fault. Orange man, bad. He grabbed the women by the pussy, and that's why gas prices are what they are. That's I can see that because that's all they have. To, that's the fight they have with it. So, like I so here, I'm going to make a kicker. I, I The other day, I'm fighting with somebody on social media about the gas and that there's 9,000-plus unused oil drilling permits that Joe Biden signed. And that's true. That's true. I read into it. It is true. Should I give Joe Biden props? Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves here. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna read this one to you. All right, President Joe Biden. All right, claimed that there are nine thousand unused oil drilling permits that's that 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 are in the United States. That's mostly true. It's not totally true. It is that there is not. At the end of 2021, there were about nine thousand approved permits to drill. They include some issued under Biden and some still active from Donald Trump. Okay, now when I say it like this, understand something. I'm just going to give you a quick little breakdown of it. Joe Biden said that his policies have not made the U.S. less equipped with withstand uh, to withstand the impact of the ban on Russian energy imports. He contended 
that the onus is on U.S. oil and gas companies that have permits to begin drilling but have not started. That's true. They haven't started. There's reasons by why they haven't started. Okay, It's simply not true that my administration or policies are holding back domestic energy production. Yes, it is, Mr. Biden. You stopped the government from doing this. These are private companies, private drilling companies. The North American Keystone XL pipeline would have been ran by a Canadian company. It would have flowed down through the United States of America, the whole length of the United States of America to the Gulf of Mexico, where it would have been refined, okay, and spread out, shipped amongst the American and Canadian people, would have benefited from a drop in gas prices, okay, more energy independent, my man. And then whatever's left over, which is lots, you're going to keep drilling, you're going to keep, you're going to keep getting oil, you export that to other countries that need oil. Now you're a large, giant exporter of oil, and you're making money, and you're feeding it back into your economy. Oh, but Joe Biden doesn't have money in that race. He doesn't have a horse in that race. He has a horse in the race in foreign oil importing it to us. There's the kicker. So understand how this works. Yeah, he has 9,000. Trump had 9,000. The thing is that these oil companies, for one, it's going to take them years to get set up and, and tons and tons of money to get set up to, in order to just start drilling. Then it might take years after that, a year or two, to get enough to where it can be started to be spread out. Now, understand, when you're talking about foreign drilling companies... They're selling their product at maybe 13, no, 15 to 20% to the United States, maybe 25% price-wise. A domestic company drilling with all the bullshit they have to go through, taxes, how much money people make. And here's the kicker with that one. Again, quote, why do you think other companies left the United States? GE, Westinghouse fell apart. Companies jumped ship and went over because the the, the cost of labor is cheaper in other countries. So importing it at 15%, 20%, 25% is a hell of a lot cheaper than having private companies drilling it in the United States and selling it at a profit of 70% because they have to be able to pay their employees. Maybe that's why they didn't start drilling yet because they know that it's not cost effective to the United States. Oh, also, I forgot all about this one, the Green New Deal. Oh, what about all those different policies that will put a stop to some of the ways that they drill, so what they do? There's too many roadblocks and too many speed bumps in the way for private corporations to do this. It will take forever. Even though there's permits on the table that are approved to go ahead and do it, it's too much. But you had the, the North American Keystone Pipeline started by the government, for the government, for the American people. For energy independence in the United States by the United States of America. And Joe Biden didn't like it. No, that's not how it works. We want green energy. We want to try to save the planet. No, Joe, you're going to put a Band-Aid on the planet. You're not saving the planet. You're just putting a Band-Aid on it. Let's stop fucking kidding ourselves. This administration is... They keep throwing in fucking logs to the fire that they created. That's all they keep doing. Yeah, 
There is 9,000 plus permits sitting there not used. But they will not benefit the American people. Now, let's say, even let's say 70%, it might make gas prices better than what they are right now at four fifty a gallon, some places six and seven dollars. It might make gas prices better than they are now, but they'll never be two fifty to three dollars again. I think they'll probably be in the three dollar range, three fifty, three seventy five. So it'll go down a little bit having private corporations drill. Okay, but if the United States of America and Canada together with the North American pipeline got together, drilled, exported a lot of it to make money, that kickback could come on the American people and you could see gas prices. Sorry, one minute. I got to grab the phone. Hey, I'm back. Sorry for me. That was about a 15 minute little break for you. It was instantaneous. Like. Doc Brown would say in Back to the Future. Anyway, let's get back to what we were talking about. We were talking about energy independence, and we were talking about the prices. Like I said, if the Keystone Pipeline was going through, which Joe Biden did stop with one of his uh, reversed executive orders uh, in his first day of office, which uh, I could get into that, and it would really be a bunch of shit. Yeah. We in this country, if we had that and we were exporting it out to other countries, it would we would we would see a kickback in that. In gas prices, I could almost guarantee that we'd probably be in the dollar range to maybe low $2 range of gas prices if the Keystone Pipeline was up running and we were exporting some, if we had a bunch of it coming in. We also have a 30-year-plus supply of oil that Joe Biden just doesn't want to touch that either. Claims he's going to, but you don't see that. And even so, the amount he always touched, he touched some last time, and it even the gas companies were like, you realize it's only going to make like a two cent difference in the price, which doesn't make any sense to me either. Because it's like you have a 30 year supply of it, 30 fucking years. How about you take a one year, one fucking full year supply and spread it out over the fucking, you know, the United States and watch gas prices drop back down to three dollars a gallon, two fifty a gallon for a fucking year. And if it don't work and gas prices are still super high, you do another year. Oh, God forbid you have 29 years or 27 years or even 26 years of fuel left. It's supposed to be benefiting us. Why the fuck is it not, Mr. Biden? This guy, I'm sorry. This guy's a feeble, old, stupid fuck. And Kamala Harris isn't even any better. Really, any better. And I'm so I'm so tired of the policies and the bullshit and the propaganda behind this goddamn administration. It's ridiculous. And I'm so tired of listening to the far fucking left Trump haters that constantly push the bullshit at me trying to explain the 9,000 plus. Come on, dude. Read the whole fucking article before you go throwing 9,000 plus fucking permits at me. Read the whole article on how it actually works and why it's not going to happen. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I get a little fired up with this shit because, you know what? I'm a true fucking American patriot, and I want to see things come back to this country. I want to see us make things. I want to see us strong again. I want to see truckers driving across the fucking country. I don't want to see them fucking driving around fucking Washington protesting in a convoy. I want to see them driving my products across country. I want to see fucking car dealerships pushing out the product. I want to see fucking... You know, farmers working and, and making us food, getting us food. I want to see 
things made in this country. I, listen, I know we can't make a fucking $3 toaster. I know we can't make a fucking $50 TV. I know we can't make we – can, we can't do it. But we can start making steel companies. There's no reason that we, sh we shouldn't have any steel companies in this country anymore. Now we get shipped in steel from fucking China. And believe me, I work on fucking, uh, you know, classic muscle cars. This cheap metal that comes from fucking China is in your cars now. Like, I have a rotted out F-150 that's literally 10 years old. Rotted like you wouldn't fucking believe because of this cheap fucking metal that we import. But yet we had steel mills in this country who made good products. Sure, you had to pay your employees a little more, but that's why you pushed the, the price of the product up a little bit. Look, at people will pay if you get a better product. Absolutely 100%. Because honestly, look at it. Go to the super or go to supermarket. Go to the, the store in the TV aisle and buy yourself two TVs. Buy the five hundred dollar Samsung and buy the hundred and fifty or two hundred dollar fucking whatever the the little cheap motherfuckers are now. I don't even know who makes them fucking things. I don't even know the name. Some some Chinese or Japanese company, right? Buy both, and then you tell me the quality of each TV, how long they last, the quality of the picture, the sound, everything, and you tell me which one's better. I can guarantee you that the Samsung is better because of the quality. You're going to pay for the quality. So if a product's made in the United States and you're going to pay a little bit of more money for it, you're going to get better quality. I mean, it's proven in you know, appliances for your home. You don't see many fucking houses with Gen Air stuff in them, but the ones you do see with Gen Air stuff in them, you know. That's quality sitting there inside the kitchen. A quality fucking oven, a quality refrigerator. Gen Air definitely is. It's not Chinese bullshit. It's not Japanese bullshit. It's good quality American fucking product. It just costs a fortune. It costs a fortune. But that's why you see it in higher end homes. People who can actually afford it. Okay. Tesla. Made in the United States. Most things are made in China with Tesla, but it's an American company. Pushes out a product. You have Tesla, and you look at the cars, the quality of the cars. Ford, Chevy, Dodge, the quality of these cars compared to the quality of a fucking Subaru or a Kia, the quality is so much better. Yet, what's here's the kicker with those ones. You get Kia, you get a 100,000 fucking mile warranty with this little fucking 15,000. You know what, though? I think with a 15,000, $20,000 car, they can, they can kick an extra five grand in for a 100,000 mile warranty. You know what I'm saying? So maybe that car's really only worth fucking 15 grand, but they're selling it for 20. So that five grand pays for that fucking extra 100,000 mile warranty. Can't do that with a $60,000 Ford or a $75,000 Tesla. You can't do that. You know, you have to buy that fucking 100,000 mile warranty. That's why when people go, your kid's got that. Look at the warranty they got. Look at the price of the car. Of course they can throw in that extra fucking warranty. Take care of you for an extra fucking, you know, 40,000 miles or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. So anyway, you know, I don't know. Uh, God, it just seems like the left, the far left wing Democrats, they're so anti-American and I don't get it at all. I really don't. I don't know. I, I, I don't know why they don't want to reopen the Keystone Pipeline. I don't know why they don't want, you know. Why they keep pushing these stupid 9,000 permit things on you and try to – they try to come up with these fucking reasons why Joe Biden's using – he's pointing the finger at Putin. He's the reason why now. It's like, come on. First, it's fucking, you know, corporate greed, and it's this, and now it's Putin. 
it's fucking crazy. It's crazy. I don't know, man. But I, I read this this shit with the offshore, you know, oil productions and all that stuff in, in this country. And I just see it's just not it's not it's not working. Let's get off the oil thing for right now, because that gets me upset. The oil fucking situation in this country and gas prices are getting me majorly upset because I got a vehicle coming in that the gas mileage isn't fantastic. It's better than my truck, but it's not great. And I'm still going to be paying fucking seventy dollars to fill it when it should cost me about thirty five. It's ridiculous. It's fucking crazy. So let's go to the war on Ukraine. Let's change it up a little bit. We're going to talk about the war on Ukraine. Will Putin continue all this shit? Will the sanctions actually work, you know, to deter him? Because it doesn't seem like he's stopping or slowing down at all. I mean, he's bombing places. He bombed the fucking maternity ward. This guy's fucking absolutely a lunatic. Crazy lunatic. I don't understand... What the fuck is going on here? One thing I do understand, and I get it, okay, is how it's working. You know, NATO wants to do meetings with it, and Biden and Russia, you know, can that bring peace? Can it bring a ceasefire? Can it end the, you know, and if it does, here's a kicker with this one. This is, I've been thinking about this, like, like recently. Let's say Joe Biden goes in there and he does something instead of what he everybody wants him to do. And I read this and I, all right, I got let me start with this one. Zelensky asked aid from the, the West. He was hoping to get some air support um, and he, he was asking directly, you know, the United States to send some jets in there. And I, I, I've been watching Fox News and I'm getting it from Fox that. Fox is like, yeah, we could send the jets over, land them in Poland, land them wherever in our, and then they can drag them across into their state, you know, into their country, and then fl- have their pilots fly them and all. But see, we're still, I get, this is where I kind of, and I said earlier, I'm going to back Joe Biden in a way. We were already told to not get involved. I think that handing them jets, basically, you might as well hand them nuclear weapons too, because we're getting involved. We're getting directly involved. And I think where Joe Biden says, I don't want to do this, it, 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 it can cause a more serious situation like a nuclear war. I get why he's hesitant on this, okay, sending these these jets over to them for, for air aid. They do need it. But why don't you allow, like Poland has jets, England has, allow one of those countries to do it. You know why they're not doing it? Because they're not fucking stupid. Joe Biden, just, just, just us even thinking about sending it over it makes us stupid. Listen, it's not right what Putin's doing, but this is a war that's been going on for hundreds upon hundreds of years. You know, six. think about the Bosnian War and all that shit. That was a 600-year fucking war. It started back up in 91, and it, and it was from a war 600 years prior to that because of the land. Well, this is the same situation. You know, once Ukraine was Russian land, still Russian-speaking people, they broke off, they became their own country. Then they started talking about becoming part of NATO, becoming part of, uh, you know, um, the, 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 the UN, and Putin doesn't want that to happen. So they were stuck between a rock and a hard place, and that's why they did not jump right into the UN and NATO. They stayed middle. We want to be our own country we really want to be NATO and UN, but we really can't because if we do, Putin's going to – but Putin, he's invading anyway. That's – let's face the facts. This guy's a lunatic. Putin's a lunatic. And I'm really surprised that Putin – like we can't – this is uh, – let me say – again, let me go back really quick. 
I, I kind of agree with Biden on not getting directly involved by sending our planes over there because I think that that could cause World War Three nuclear nuclear devastation, and we don't need that to happen. We don't need this to happen. These are wars that we we think about this compared to these countries. We're a fucking teenager. We're a teenager, so we're kind of like the same situation of having scientists and professionals be told what to do by somebody like Greta Thunberg. Here's the United States. We're going to come in because we're such a superpower and we became one quickly. Our forefathers were great, smart men. They knew exactly what the fuck they were doing when they signed the Bill of Rights in the Constitution. I've said this in numerous podcasts. Giving us weapons, making sure that we're a power that nobody's going to fuck with on this soil. And that's smart because there was also a thing yesterday that said something about Russia wanting Alaska back. Now, I could see Biden being magoo enough to actually go through with something of that nature and hand it to them. <laughs> but and if he does think about this, now Russia is on our soil. Like, I know you got to come through Canada, but they're actually on land. They don't have to travel 55 miles across the Bering Strait, which is nearly impossible. And, yeah, Russia could fly their planes across into Alaska. But we have, uh, you know, we have military bases in Alaska that that keep that from happening. They, they're they not going to try to come. They're, they're going to lose. They come here. But if they decide that they – let's say they take over Alaska. Now they're, they have power to come down. And it ain't going to work anyway because they know who they're fighting. They're fighting a fucking country, not a, not a military. See, over there, it, they're ha- Putin's having a hard time fighting Ukraine. And Ukraine doesn't even have the sources that Russia has. And they're having a hard time. Can you imagine Russia trying with their just their troops and their men to come in? Their men would probably be like, fuck you, Putin. I ain't doing it. And that's basically what their people are saying right now. Their own people are like, I am really surprised that their own people haven't taken him out yet. Because... Think about this. They were becoming a country that was very, uh, come on. They were on social media. They were TikToking. They're doing this. They're, they're becoming westernized in a way. And and they were liking the fact that they were free to do these things. And Putin, you know, nope, we're going to military up and we're going to send you over there. You know, so <sighs> aid, you know, they, you know, Ukraine asked for aid from other countries and the West being us. That we're the one that they think that we should give the most aid because we have the most. I think it'd be stupid to do it. I'm on Biden's side with that. God, hard. that hurts to say that. But I'm on Biden's side with that. I think that it would just escalate things even worse if we do get directly involved on this. Sanctions, obviously, like I said, we talk about sanctions all the time. Uh, sanctions ain't gonna work because honestly, but Biden's got his hands in the cookie jar with with Russia too. You all want to sit there and say that 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 Trump had his hands in the cookie jar with China or with China with uh that Trump had it in the hands like he was puppet Putin's puppet. That's funny. I'd laugh at that, but Joe Biden's got his hands in the cookie jar when it comes to to Russian oil and all that shit, and you know he does. Ah, let's get on a softer note. <laughs> so anyway, I think it's a bunch of shit. I, I, it, it's really, it's really sad. It's scary. Nuclear war is a scary thing. What's going on in the Ukraine? It's sad. This, this lunatic's bombing fucking, like I said, maternity wards, the apartment buildings. He even bombed, like, like I, I forget what they said, fifteen or twelve miles off the border of Poland. Now, of course, if they go into Poland, if they go into a UN or NATO country that, yeah, at some point, I think that that's where we're going to get involved. That's what scares me the most. But I think with Ukraine, I think it's 
So you step back and you say, look, Zelensky, you, you never joined the UN. I know you tried. You wanted to. You were up in the air with it. We were up in the air with bringing you in because it could start World War III. Now Putin wants you back. He wants it back. He's crazy lunatic. I'm surprised his own people ain't taking him out, but that ain't happening yet. And he's going to continue. He's not stopping. Even with all the meetings, Kamala Harris going over there and talking like, oh, my God. Like, I, I don't understand how we – I can't believe we even send these people over there to talk, to, 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 to try to, to make peace. <laughs> like, you, you're sending over – oh, my God. It's, it's – it's, it's funny. I was watching the movie just now waiting, and there's a, there's a line in it, and it's me. Okay, and I – sorry if I offend anybody. It's just a line from a movie. Don't get all up in your panties up in, in a bunch. But at the end, the one kid sits there and quotes the dude Monty, which is uh, what's his name's character, about, you know, oh, you're so edgy and you're the cool guy at shenanigans. It's like being the coolest guy with Down syndrome. And I laughed my ass off about that. And I thought to myself, like, our administration is like that. It's like, oh, my God, like we're sending in Kamala Harris, the, the, the dumbest smart person. I guess that was brought into office. Like the the woman, literally, if you look at her, like in Joe Biden, Joe, Joe Biden, you all bash Trump's dumb. He's stupid. He's this. He's that. Like he's an idiot. Like I'm sitting there going to my myself. Like he's a billionaire businessman who went to the University of Penn, Ivy League school, and you have a feeble old man who can't read off a teleprompter, can't put full sentences together, who went to the University of Delaware. Then you have a fucking woman, a vice president, who couldn't even pass tests in school. But yet you're going to call Donald Trump a dumb idiot? Like, I don't I don't get it. I don't understand how the left works. But this is how the left works because we're going to get out of this right now. I pray for Ukraine. I pray that 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 we we, we solve something. And, I, and I'm optimistic. I think we will. I don't think anybody wants nuclear war. I really don't. I don't even think the Russians do. I think they probably look at Putin as being a little bit too fucking insane and lunatic too. And I think that at some point, I think they're going to pull him out and say enough's enough. Which, honestly, America, look at – if that's what happens in Russia and they pull Putin out, you all better think about this here. Because you know what? Even if – I think Joe Biden – I think that's the kicker. I think Joe Biden's going to go – over and he's going to get involved with UN and this and that and they're going to talk then all of a sudden the war's going to stop and everybody's going to praise Joe Biden the Messiah he kept us from nuclear war that's going to be his big claim like that's going to be the big claim by the left he kept us from nuclear war no I don't think that's the case I think that you know I think that the Russian people I think Ukraine we didn't step in and if we if we do and they start praising fucking Biden last minute for a man to step in Ukraine's been fighting now for two fucking weeks without anybody's help and they're doing a damn fine job of it I mean yes people are dying it's sad it is war but I think Russia underestimated the shit out of Ukraine <laughs> so you know Man, I pray for Ukraine. I pray for I pray for Russian soldiers that don't want to be there. I pray for everybody there. You know what I mean? Like Putin now, he's a lunatic. I don't pray for him. But I pray for the people that don't want this, man. And that does include Russian soldiers. It really does. Because there's Russian soldiers that don't want to be a part of this and they're forced into it. Uh, let's get back here. Meanwhile, let's talk about the crazy lunatic left. This is how the left thinks. This is This is the funny thing about it. Like this is the movie. 
This is the fucking movie, Don't Look Up. This is when the bomb comes down and it hits and the people are looking up at the sky and there comes the bomb. Hurry up. Let me get my phone out. Selfie, selfie, selfie. Yay. Let me do a TikTok dance. It put it on TikTok right before the bomb hits and kills us all. So that's what this is, the, the, the Don't Look Up situation today. All right. Meanwhile, back here in the United States, USA Today named Woman of the Year. <laughs> they put a whole bunch, okay? But in this case... All right, this is the best one yet. This happened a couple years ago, people, if you remember. Woman of the Year, one being a biological man. <laughs> Come on, people. Didn't this happen? Just a, it happened a while back when Bruce Jenner was Woman of the Year. Now Rachel Levine, Pennsylvania. If you remember her, PA, you saw her in Channel 6 all the time. She was like the doctor health thing during the whole pandemic and blah, 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 blah. And then Joe Biden decided to step in and we're going to give this person a chance in, in, in government. So during the pandemic, she was the big doctor in Channel 6. Now Assistant Secretary of Health in the U.S. government has become the second man to win such an honor. <laughs> Come on. Really? Why aren't more Karens, Karens, like your women, your actual biological fucking women, why are you not up in arms about this? <laughs> why isn't any biological woman offended by this? I don't understand. Please, any a biological woman on the right, I'd love to see the right wing biological woman step up and be like, I'm so offended by this. This is bullshit. I mean, seriously, we need to get on the fucking train ride of cancel culture too we do we do if something offends like i'm a redhead i should fucking go yeah i'm offended by all redheaded jokes and just get that shit stopped <laughs> like but i'm not that i laugh at things like this like i look at this and i laugh and i go woman of the year i am sorry bruce jenner guy <laughs> caitlin whatever jenner <laughs> this i can almost said avril levine this this levine broad rachel levine biological fucking <laughs> It's a fucking man. Until you can bleed a fucking week and not die, you are not a woman. It's a fucking man, baby. Like, come on. Be true to yourself. A message from the nation's highest ranking openly transgender official. That's why Rachel Levine is one of USA's Today Women of the Year, a recognition of women across the country who have made significant impact in annual pro. <laughs> the annual program is, I'm sorry, I can't stop laughing about this dumb shit, is a, a continuation of Women of the Century 2020 project that commemorated the 100th anniversary of women gaining the right to vote. <laughs> Meets years, honorees. <laughs> And the funny thing is, you look at all the honorees, most, it's all left-wing people, and it's like, you got to be fucking shitting me that they actually go this far to take a fucking biological man. And I'd like to probably think that this person still has a penis, probably, and pisses standing up. But and I'm sorry if I'm offending anybody. Look, my, my daughter's part of the LGBTQ community. All right. So I'm not trying to make fun of any like I, don't, please don't take offense. But this is a fucking joke. You want to be a biological. You want to be well. you're not a biological woman. You're a man. But you want to be a woman. You want to dress in high heels. You want to. I had this fight the other fucking podcast about fucking women and or men and women's fucking sports. And now you have woman of the year. <laughs> Is a man. Another fucking dude won your fucking prize. 
Women, what are you doing? Stand the fuck up and say enough's enough, man. You know what? We we fought so goddamn hard to get rights, and now men are back in it again, taking over. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is just fucking. To me, it's funny. It's funny as shit. And and I am sorry if I offend anybody from the LGBTQ community, but come on. You shouldn't win women of the year. You shouldn't be playing in fucking women's sports if you're a man. I am sorry. It's almost like a fucking a woman who wants to be a man going in and, win, and winning fucking man of the year. It's one thing. they Let's say a woman went in and won Mr. Universe. Like, okay, that's fucking one big-ass fucking chick. But... I'm talking about like this is woman of the year. Like what your woman of the year. Like if 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 it was a woman and one man of the year, I think men would be like that's a that's a chick. It's not a man. It's not a it's not a man. Come on, it's not a man. Like this is not a woman. Oh, I'm sorry if I offend people, but that it's that's fucking. I laugh about that. That's fucking funny. I just I just can't. I can't. I can't. <laughs> But that's that kind of leaves us on a good like now uh, you know now that I had just had a good laugh and laughing is a big deal with uh, health and, and a lot of people aren't healthy in this country. I just just buried somebody, another friend, childhood friend. And he had, according to I think he had COVID, went into the hospital. He was very obese, very large man, and he uh, I believe he gained an pneumonia in. They put him on a ventilator, supposing he had a heart attack and died. I don't know the whole story. It's kind of the story I got, but it seems like he went right on a ventilator and died. Like, I don't, I don't, look, I needed a good laugh. Like I said, I'm glad I laughed because laughing is very good for your health. People, you need to have a good laugh. We have situations that shouldn't be laughed about like i said i lost somebody who was very obese and all and, and i wish he was in better health he might have made it through it but he wasn't and it happens and i'm sorry for everybody in this 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 world who lost their lives or lost a family member to the pandemic it it was it's 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 ridiculous that it happened it, it's ridiculous that the pandemic is even here i mean i after everything and i think i can get to, into that in a different time but propaganda behind it and the conspiracy theory shit behind the stuff i mean i honestly at this point we we starting to look at conspiracy theories as being basically um spoiler alerts um but i need i'm sorry if i offended anybody i needed a good laugh and i'm glad i did it's gonna make my day just a little bit better because i laughed and i feel good about i don't feel good about myself on making fun of people but i feel good like i needed a laugh anyway people woman of the year anyway until next time people stay patriotic keep your eyes to the tv see what's going on man it's a sad situation in the ukraine it really is it's a sad situation what's going on in this country especially at the gas pumps for people who need to get back and forth to work it's 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 hard we'll get through it we will um as long as nobody pushes a button until next time people stay patriotic stay american and i'll talk See you later.